Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to Cinema Swirl, episode 13. Hey everyone, once again, it's me, Kevin, joined as I am always in this uh, traipse through Tinseltown by my OTBFF. It's Sam Chaplin. Hello, Sam. Hello. That phrase, OTBFF, I'm expecting that to trend worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag OTBFF. Keep calm and OTBFF, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, if any of you smart folks in Redbubble want to get make some t shirts that are really going to move some fucking product. That's, That's it right start. there. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Sam? Good. Yeah, episode 13. Unlucky for some. <laughs> uh, this is a unique episode for a number of reasons. Okay. Uh, first episode ever recorded when it's actually sunny outside. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it one bit. We've got like whatever seasonal effect disorder. I think we have the opposite of it. Because, yeah. you know, most people, oh, the sun comes out. Oh, it's nice, isn't it, compared to when it's all you know dark and you can't well, stay outside. Still affected that. by the seasons, but the wrong way around. Yeah, the wrong way around. Atypical seasonal affective disorder because it's just it's too warm and yeah. it's sunny and there are people outside and I could do without all that. Men without shirts, just it's just of, fucking everywhere. Yeah. I saw four youths with cans of curling outside here, like you oh, know that's what? England. That's England. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not. You know, they could well go on to be the next the streets. Yeah, you exactly. know. So I can't really hold judgment. Don't mug yourself there, mate, by uh, discounting them before they become famous. This is going to be an interesting one. We threw out the vote. We're doing theme votes for season two of Cinema Swirl. This theme was a bit of a no-brainer, really. Gangster. Gangsters. OTGs we're talking about here. One true gangsters. Yes. And the vote for this one, we had a number of different ones. We had Godfather, Goodfellas... And Scarface. And this yep. was a hotly contested vote. Very much so. Yeah. Over at facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl, yep. where all the voting happens, which is where you should go and do a like. Yes, recently please. recently got a thousand likes, Sam. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Got to reuse that 1,000 graphic <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Which is good. Gangster movies. So, I mean, this was a hotly contested one. A lot of people were very passionate yeah. about these. Um, I thought The Godfather yeah. would win. Because it is the godfather of gangster <laughs> movies in many respects. It's the godfather of movies. Isn't yeah. it? It's the one where that's a lot of people's go-to best film godfather. Done. Sorted. That's... Did you assume that's what people would vote for? Yeah. I'm beginning to notice now a trend in voting that people aren't voting for what is the the biggest classic of all time. It's what would be most entertaining. I think they're voting for the ones that they think you will react Okay. Most favourably too. Yeah. So, you know, I that's think... nice. That's nice, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know, I think people are trying to, in a way, vote for movies they think you'll enjoy. Okay, well, that's sweet. That's... Thank you, guys. But the people also thought you'd enjoy Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Quick one, that was probably your most negative review you've ever given a movie. A startling three star wipes. <laughs> so yeah. bad he thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, any, yeah. any heat... Any feedback? Um, no, 
Not really. People were quite nice about it. Just fine. Do you, um, do you ever get people tweeting you kind of going, why didn't you like that film? Not yet. Really? So, no, I don't think so. Or if, if I have, I've not noticed it. It's probably there somewhere in the comments of something. Because people tweet me and go, why, why didn't Sam like that, like that <laughs> movie? Like, it's my fucking business. Keep doing that. Keep tweeting Kevin with things yeah. you don't like about me. Please, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's... I think, well, my theory is that most people go, well, I can't just start tweeting Sam saying, why didn't you like that film yeah because number one i do that usually for an hour to two hours per episode to you already yeah yeah so you already have your fill yeah and uh, number two i don't know maybe this one hurt your feelings oh right? that's that's nice anyway. shall we uh, dip into the mailbag before we get started yeah sure that uh, i assumedly because i just <laughs> moved my hands and made a gesture that the new uh, might be a jingle there might be a jingle this is for the edit and if, <laughs> if there isn't a jingle now this is going to become, like, the jingle is going to be like Maris from Frasier, like, you know, a great unseen character. That's I've not often seen that discussed, sitcom, mate. but never, never shows up. Yeah, never the actually, mailbag jingle. Yeah, the mailbag jingle, like, you know, greatest unseen character of all time. Oft talked about. Oft talked about. But yes, uh, yeah. thanks very much. You can send your course, your questions, comments, and queries to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. It's got, I like it because it's kind of fun. It's it's like sharing an apartment with Sam, but none of the stress, basically. Yeah. You know, because we both go, you know, you know it's, I put a little gold star next to the questions I like, you see, <laughs> you know? So we've got our own little routines, yep. sharing it? the mailbox, you know? So we both got a key. <laughs> we both got a key. <laughs> right, let's see here. So, first of all, we got a question from Ben Davis. I'm not sure if this will make much sense to you. Are you aware of the Broken Skull Challenge? You watched an episode Stone of Stone Cold Steve Austin, the wrestler. Yeah, we watched an episode of that, didn't you? You were at our yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the question here, this is from Ben Davis. Thanks for writing in, Ben. He says, hey guys, bit of a throwback slash crossover question. What would you rather do for $10,000? Hunt down Jaws or do the Broken Skull Challenge? Hunt down Jaws. Yeah. Or Because do- I think that was the figure that they gave for, you know. But £10,000 was a... $10,000, which is like, I don't know, like 50 quid or It whatever. was a lot back in Your money's days. weak. Back in Jaws days, it was a lot more than it is now. The Broken Skull Challenge, um, if you've not seen it, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, the famous wrestler. Bald, redneck wrestler. Yeah, yeah, angry man, drinks a lot of beer. He challenges people to do just a weird assault course. It's like a really brutal version of Total Wipeout. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Except instead of Richard Hammond. (laughs) Who's Steve Austin. I was going to say, it's kind of like the Crystal Maze, but instead of like a helpful voice there, you do have a bald man still. Yeah, yeah. What's much different bald man yeah but to get $10,000 for the Broken Skull Challenge uh, traditionally on the Broken Skull Challenge yeah. you'd have to complete the Skull Buster right which is the, the dreaded obstacle course yeah. but he says just do it okay well no I think he means get like do the Skull Win Buster it. and when we watched that horrible show I, I, I was thinking Stone Cold Steve Austin kept saying and you'll win 10 grand I was like, that's not enough, not enough money. for what this is. No. That's not enough money. So I'd rather hunt down a fucking shark. How are you? How are you on boats? Like, because um, I'm, I'm going to say here, you, you strike me as someone who might get seasick. Um, I get sick. I mm, <laughs> seasick not as not as much. I'm fine on a boat. Would you get sick on the car to the boat? Like, yeah. Okay. I get travel sick, but not boat sick. <laughs> seasick. <laughs> I, I say, as long as you get the sick out of your system, I would yeah. gladly attempt to hunt down jaws. Okay. Yeah. We go out in the stuff. You and I, you know, a bit of bonded. See, time. attempting to hunt down jaws, that means you could just spend a bit of time in a boat. Easy peasy. Not even, and we know not, not to even fall. try. <laughs> yeah, we know not to fall for the, 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 the tricks. 
You know, we've seen the movie. We yeah. know Jaws's weaknesses. We'd start out with a bigger boat. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we and we'll bring two roast dinners to catch it as well. Another question here. This is from Owen Davis. Thanks for writing in, uh, Owen. His question is: What is the weirdest food you've ever snuck into a cinema? For him, it's two large Domino's pizzas. <laughs> now, Owen, I'm going to say off the bat, that is very impressive. Congratulations, Two Owen. Large, large Domino's. How do you sneak that into a cinema? I've I, not... Right, Owen, right. you need to attach a picture here. This cause... is the first question where I want to write back to someone and say, <laughs> no, Owen, right, next next time, write back in with how you got those in. Did you put them in... Because can you, you can't get that in, like, a backpack. No. Unless he's got, Unless like, you decant a, it into what, some other... Sli- slices, <laughs> wrap in tin foil, put it in a Tupperware box. Yeah. That's, like, something a mother would do. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll pack you up a pizza. <laughs> I mean, I probably the, the worst thing I've... I mean, I went through a phase of, like, sneaking Imagine in Imagine if you alcohol. got it delivered to the... <laughs> <laughs> during the... In the during, middle of the film. In the middle of the film. Like, yo, you know. <laughs> I, I would say, like, the weirdest food... I mean, I'm going to include drinks in the category, but I went through a phase okay. when I was in uni of, like, sneaking in, like, alcohol, hmm. and I brought in a thermos of white wine. <laughs> You know, right. so that's the worst. That's the 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 worst there. Okay. I mean, I, people who are listening from Ireland will probably know that in Ireland there's pretty much a zero tolerance policy with outside food. Okay, and I used to run a foul uh, with the cinema where I used to go to, which is the Eye Cinema in Galway, which have a, an Eddie Rockets, which is kind of like a fast food American style diner okay. beside it. Yeah, yeah. Eat there first, and then we go to the cinema because we would reek of chips. We'd always get patted down. The, really? the security guard there, who looked a bit like the big boss man from wrestling, yeah. he would literally pat us down and wow. take our fucking bags and shit. So I've never had anything looked over or looked at. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah. So I'm kind of like... My entire cinema-going career. But these days you can buy a coffee, you know? Yeah. Oh, there is one. I will tell you one. Okay. And this is, this is the worst thing I've ever done as a human being in my life. That's okay. a big statement. Oh, okay. yeah, because right, uh, I'm going to say in retrospect, it's going to be like, no, you've done a lot worse things than that, Kevin. Like, most you killed that, man. You killed that, man. You ordered that pizza in the middle of this movie. I used to live in Glasgow briefly, and a great thing about UK cinemas is that you guys have got coffee franchises in the cinema. Often, yeah. Which I love, like a cold winter's morning. A Costa or similar. Or or similar, right? Unfortunately, the Glasgow Cinema World, where I was uh, a member of, Mm. had a Cafe Nero. Okay. Which, I've just got to say now, don't like Cafe Nero. All right. Whatsoever, you know. That's one new follower gone. That's 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 what I'm sorry. Cutting out that as an immediate like you know potential avenue yeah, source gone revenue gone. Yeah, but Starbucks still on the table. Starbucks on the table. I'm a big fan of Starbucks. A big fan of Costas. Okay, there was a Starbucks and a Costas literally outside the door of this Cafe Nero place, and right. I would buy a very large Starbucks or Costas and put it in my big coat. You know how big a fucking big Starbucks is. I've got big arms. Yeah, yeah. but you know. And I would sneak it into the cinema. And I did this several occasions. And you could tell each time that something was up. I had to walk past the Cafe Nero. And yeah. they could smell. They could smell the coffee. They could smell the good coffee. <laughs> One time, a cinema employee asked me where I was doing taking that in. Uh. And I said I was diabetic. <laughs> Oh and no! I needed, I needed the sugar oh. from this caramel macchiato, and how dare he? And he left me alone, and I felt rubbish. Luckily, though, 
awesome movie. Had a great. <laughs> Everything was fine. Everything on point. The guy, I would say that, you know, if you are a member of the barista squad at the, you know, at the Starbucks adjacent to City World in Glasgow, I've never had a bad experience there. Yeah. So, you and, know. And if you are a member of the diabetic community, uh, if you're a member, sorry. Uh, if you're a member of the diabetic community, I will say direct your angst towards the uh, disparity in quality between Cafe Nero and Starbucks yeah, in the Glasgow enough. area. That's yeah. it. It's as simple as that, guys. <laughs> I've snuck nothing weird into a cinema. Have you, you snuck nothing at all? No, well, uh, like I've had like s- some sweets or something, but nothing, nothing strange. You don't strike me that you would. I play it by the book. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're a straight arrow chaplain. Yeah, I get annoyed when people have like crisps in the cinema. Oh yeah, no crisps yeah. off. Stop in the it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there we go. Just, just airing my grievances. <laughs> Uh, this is a big one for us. There's a lot of firsts. Okay. So we'll start at the top. We're doing good, fellas. Yeah. And the most important thing about that is director, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. Have you ever seen a movie by Martin Scorsese? Yes. Really? I've seen two movies by Martin Scorsese, if not more. Please enlighten me. Okay. So before Cinema Swirl as a concept existed, very shortly before, I watched Taxi Driver. Well, we can scratch that one off the list. Yeah, yeah, that's gone. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I wish I hadn't because it's like a, you know, a classic. The, that and Die Hard, I think, are the two big ones everyone keeps yeah, asking yeah. about that you've actually seen. Yeah, so Jurassic, forget, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Gone. Forget about it, folks, yeah. right? Yeah, I watched Taxi Driver because I think we were having conversations where it's like, you haven't seen any films. And I was like, well, I'll start watching films. I'll show you. I'll ruin this <laughs> podcast before it even starts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I watched Taxi Driver. I, I really enjoyed it, but I watched Taxi Driver because I'd watched The King of comedy oh excellent which i fucking love i adore that movie it's fantastic brilliant movie funny sad excellent weird very good and i thought okay i really like that a lot presumably i'll like taxi driver and in comparison i didn't like it as much i thought it was good but not you know, as King Harmony is one of my favourite movies. Yeah, it's, it's Absol- great. I think it's absolutely fucking awesome. People mispronouncing Rupert Pupkin <laughs> is just the funniest thing. That's a good recurring... Oh, God. So, Scorsese, then, you've seen two of his movies. Yeah. What do you reckon to the man, then? I think he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I've seen um, what I thought was a legit cameo of him in The Sopranos. He's in the first season, I think. That's going to pop up him. here a lot, folks. Yeah. Is it not actually him? You know, it's a, hey, Marty, and there's little Martin. That's yeah. not him. No way! I thought it was him. It's not him. I thought it was him, too. Yeah, it's a good impersonator. That's really good. Yeah. It's very impressive. Right, another one then, I obviously, because this also uh, stars someone who's very, very important. First time we've had this man in the in, in an episode of the podcast, which is surprising, uh, Robert mm. De Niro. Yeah. So you've obviously seen Robert De Niro a couple of times already. Yeah. Thoughts on the man? Really good. Yeah? Yeah. Can you do a Robert De Niro impression for me? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right oh, off the okay. bat, you're, you're the face. He's not doing the face. You gotta, gotta kind of look like <laughs> what is that? you bit your lower lip and gave me a look of deep lust. <laughs> That's not Robert De Niro. No, I can't. I can't. It's like uh, you talking to me. You look. You. I'm the only one. I can't. Can't do it. Come can't on, do it. Can't let's do it. No. hear that again. <laughs> it's the you know you 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 talking to me. Hi, I'm film actor Robert De Niro. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to. Talking to me? Because he's quiet, but he's intense, and I don't think you can... There's no one else here. You're talking to me. <laughs> he doesn't laugh. Can't do the qu- face. You can't do the face. No. Yeah, it's, Kevin looks like he's eating a lemon, and he's sort of gesturing with his hands that he doesn't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. The, the older the man has become, the squintier his face he's, Yeah, he's got more Robert De Niro he has. He's, he's just like... I think with people like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, a lot of these heavy yeah. hitters who've got, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it's kind of like, 
they had a mild eccentricity or there's a certain energy about them mm. I think all those guys all those actors have like a parody meter that has just been slowly been turned up the older they get yeah they they have grown into themselves and become like, well if you look at Al Pacino and Robert De Niro now I yeah. put Sylvester Stallone in this group as well oh absolutely they basically look like Muppet Jim Henson versions of themselves now yeah you know they're like silly weird looking you know yeah, yeah. all over the top all that so you're obviously another man in this movie I'm pretty sure you're not going to have heard of okay. seen anything. Joe Pesky. Uh, Joe Pepsi <laughs> <laughs> Pesky Max yeah. do you know who I'm talking about when I say Joe Pesky you, it, was he in Home Alone yes yeah Is he the, hell. yeah yeah oh yeah he's great yeah. so do you know his voice then not I can't really remember it it's been a long time since I've seen Home Alone okay. I know he got badly hurt by an iron he um, did now, Home Alone's a scary movie folks yeah it's scary yeah. it's really violent yeah this is the same with Home Alone and Tom and Jerry. I'm like, this is too much. For <laughs> I'm not letting my children uh, watch this filth. How was this fine? Yeah. So, Goodfellas, have you heard of this movie before? Yes. In the, it's a Martin Scorsese gangster movie, and mm. it's not The Godfather, which is the other big gangster movie. Any details of plot in this? No. So I, don't, don't, know. I don't know what happens. I know there's some Goodfellas. <laughs> Presumably, that's the plot right there. No, not the brand of frozen pizza. Good. Do you get that in this country, Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're. A I was going to mention it. You are a frozen it, yeah. pizza connoisseur. Right? Yeah, I do. I do love a frozen pizza. Where would Goodfellas rank? I heat it up first, of course. Yeah. Hey. Suck on it like a lolly. Do you want to tell people the idea, the concept you and I had a few years ago for an amazing? It was a concept for an ad for a series of frozen pizzas. Because I'll, I'll say this, folks. I noticed that Sam liked fro- frozen pizzas around the same time I noticed that he liked Pepsi. And he, you yeah. do, I don't think he ate them as much as he used to. No. It, back then, it was like a defining feature of my personality. I like do Pepsi remember seeing you have your food for the week and then it was a bag and there was like five frozen pizzas, pizzas yeah. and five two-liter bottles of Pepsi Max. Yeah, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. No, that's like, fine. That was what it was. Except, but that's, yeah. So, uh, do you want to tell me about our concept, if you remember it? I, I, I don't think I can remember the concept. Right, we were eating a, fro- a particularly nice frozen pizza. Because yeah. the great thing about knowing Sam, folks, is I know that the good ones. He knows the good ones. Yeah. And if Sam comes around with a frozen pizza, you're going to get, essentially, the best frozen pizza experience that you can get at that mm. shop. Uh, it was the one that took a little extra time to make because it had the, the uncooked base. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you had the very convincing line, you'll get that time back in flavour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the concept was, right, this is the ad for your Goodfellas or, you know, Dr. Utker or who are well, some other... Dr. Utker. Uh, Chicago Town. Chicago Town, that's yeah. it, yeah. Right, I've ordered pizza. Arguably the kings of the frozen pizza game. Just oh, say. clearly. At like. Chicago Town, follow us, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on, guys. I mean, I think we can get, get yeah, these yeah. guys. <laughs> Try and get Chicago Easy, Town. Easy. Right, all right, Chicago Sorry. Town, you can use this if you want to. Okay. Using our branding, it's yeah. fine. I'm me, Kevin, I'm at home and I want to get a pizza because I'm lonely and miserable and I hate myself. And I go and I type into the internet, give me a fucking pizza or whatever. Yeah. And it goes off and you see it goes to the internet, all the cables and all the electricity. Sam knocks on the door then, full nondescript pizza boy attire. Yeah. Knock, 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 open the door. He takes out the big, you know, warm thing to keep it warm. Frozen pizza Frozen inside. Pizza. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... It's not, ready, it's not ready, it's not cooked. It's not cooked. And you say, you'll get that time, time back. back. In flavour. In flavour. Now, I do feel saying out loud that he's missing a bit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept is solid. Yeah. No one's done that, the twist, the reveal. Like. Someone come in to deliver the pizza and it's frozen. You're like, well, 
doesn't matter this frozen, you'll get that time back in flavour. I'm just saying, you could corner the home delivery frozen pizza market. Oh yeah, t- just taking the frozen pizza around. Just take your frozen pizza around. Oh, yeah. you use a car and a couple of lads, like. Yeah. Do it, Chicago Town. Follow yeah. us and do it. There's the pitch. There's the pitch. <laughs> your move. Back to Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. More like great fellas. Hey. But Goodfellas, this one I was really, really excited about. Because okay. one thing... You and I have got varying tastes. There's very few things which were kind of... Well, not a few things, but non-comedy things were usually pretty disparate in terms of what we're super into. Yeah, there's some overlap, but there's... Yeah, we've got very distinct interests that go in different directions. The main area of overlap, though, for us has always been, I think, Sopranos is definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're big into the Sopranos. Hey! Oh! People have always been saying to us they love any time there's any any sort of, like, Sopranos bit on the I hope there's a lot of that in this. Do you know about the crossover between Sopranos and Goodfellas? No. Alright, I'm not going to say much because I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But in total, if you're like counting everyone now, there's like 27 to 30 former cast members from Sopranos in this movie. What? Yeah. Well, the other way around. Well. No, no, no. Well, yeah. 27 people who are in both. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thereabouts. I think it could be wow. slightly more slightly less. Okay. So it'd be kind of spot the face and work out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now, folks. If you don't like The Sopranos or you've never seen it, what? there might be a number of instances of, oh my God, it's blank from The Sopranos. Yeah. But I'm saying this, if you're someone who's seen Goodfellas, you've not watched Sopranos. Watch all of The Sopranos right now. <laughs> or are you seriously like, you know, it's so for good. fuck's sake, watch The Sopranos this instant. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favourite shows of all time. Mm. I just finished rewatching it for like the fourth time. Last okay. night I watched the last episode with uh, with, with Joe and uh, fucking love. What's your favourite part of Sopranos? Favourite episode? Favourite character? Because you got Satriali's pork store t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I like um, Ralphie. Ralphie's your favourite? Well, he's not my favourite, but he's, he's like the fucking worst. Um, but I enjoy scenes with him in because it's just so tense. Him swinging the big... Yeah. Gladiator thing around. Have you seen Gladiator? No. Well, that might be a good one. Oh, no, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ralph's there. How about in the main crew, like, who, who would be your, your guy? Everyone's got a guy that they... I mean, for me, it was Bobby Bacala. <laughs> Bobby Bacala, from the, literally the first episode he yeah. appeared in, I'm like, that guy's my yeah. fucking favourite. Uh, Paulie, I, I enjoy, just because of how he points. He points with his little finger. Little finger. Yeah. You yeah. went to purgatory, yeah. my friends. <laughs> you know, I fucking... Yeah, this is going to be great. I already uh, know you're going to love this. Yeah, yeah. I'm because I think Goodfellas is interesting because it's it's one which thing everyone knows is a movie and is a thing. Yeah, but I think the specific details. There's one I, I know famous scene from this. Okay, with Joe Pesci. I don't know if you're familiar with uh. it though. Oh, oh God! Is it the funny like a clown? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's this. Yes. Oh. How does okay. that scene go? Uh, ha 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 ha! You're funny. Uh, funny. Funny how? Funny like a clown. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just saying... Argument ensues. I'm saying right now, <laughs> any movie that Joe Pesci is in, yep. if you replace him with you, <laughs> I just immediately, that's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Gone fishing, home alone. Let's go and burgle casino, this house. Casino, you know. That, it would work. Really. Are you excited for this one? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on, though. I have no idea. You know, I think. We, we, all we've talked about is, like, it's a gangster movie and these people are in it. Okay. That's Do you, it. you know that David Cross, what he said about... About this movie. What? Who, sorry? David Cross, the creator of The Sopranos. What did he say? He said that this is, like, essentially, like, the Holy Bible, the Quran. This is, like, for The Sopranos. This is, like, their guide. Okay. 
this cool. knee. Some would say he lifted. Some would say that he originally actually wanted to make Goodfellas the TV series. Okay. So, so this will be kind of... This will be interesting to see. to see the roots of Sopranos in this. You definitely will, I think. So okay. This is like the first time a Cinema Swirl movie, I think, is going to be like a particular interest to you, not just because of the movie itself, but because yeah. of its definite relationship to something that you really like. But I really don't know what happens. Interesting. I have no idea of the plot. Sit around and eat a bunch of pizzas. It could be that. Could be. And that would be interesting. I'd like, if there were good characters and they are just <laughs> eating good pizza. Yeah. Are yeah. you talking to me? Am I funny? Answer the question. <laughs> Answer the question. Let's go, uh... This pizza tastes funny. Funny how? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go to a cinema swirl. weird this is the first time we've come back where we haven't had some sort of football chant or you know great music in this movie don't get me wrong not chantable the theme from goodfellas (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't work sorry well there you go goodfellas yeah big smile on your fucking face big smile this was this is great the the, good fucking film you enjoyed yeah i can tell like Level of engagement is, for me, is usually, like, how I can tell if you enjoy a movie. Yeah. Like, if you're kind of, like, sucked in, and if yeah. I hear, if you're making noises at the right moments, <laughs> and Sam Chapman ooh. was making oohs and ahs like you wouldn't believe. And ooh! And ooh! Yeah. You know, this was, this was good. This tickled Very you good. in the right place. So, initial yeah. gut reaction, then. Yeah. Yeah? Awesome. Re- awesome! Yeah. Fucking hell! Brilliant. I didn't want to, like... I was I was chatting to people earlier about this, yeah. and I was like, given your love of Sopranos alone, mm. I was like, I think this might be like one of his favorite movies. But I didn't want to say that before we watched it because I knew that would just fucking spoil it from the. I I knew I didn't want to put a big weight of pressure. Yeah, yeah. You will like this movie. Yeah, because that can sometimes dampen it a bit. Yeah, take note, everyone at home showing movies to friends ever. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't put it on a pedestal too much. It's just sort of what this podcast is. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. But I mean, I mean, uh, that's good. I'm first. Of all, I'm very happy that you you, you enjoyed yeah, that good reaction. Right? Yeah. Did you, the Sopranos? Was I like overblowing that for you? No, uh, no, no. That was very much like. Because I'm, I've watched Sopranos and now I've watched this, it feels like that's like Sopranos, the movie, sort of. It's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Because well, most people do it the way around. They're going to go like, Sopranos yeah, is Goodfellas, the TV series. I know, chronologically. <laughs> chronologically. I was the same as you, though. I watched this after I watched Sopranos. Yeah. This is... The the vibe, the, just everything about it is, is kind of... The same. music, the way it's shot, yep. the tension, the mm-hmm. characters... A lot of the fucking actors. And most of the, of the principal <laughs> cast... Uh, but generally, just like one thing is like the, the authenticity, like I think, mm. is, is a huge thing with this because yeah. I do think watching this movie after watching The Sopranos has been massively helpful in the fact that I know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Points, vig, yeah. made. It's all. There's a lot of info yeah. to, to to digest here. But mm. this is like this is based on a book that's like gravy no, being gravy sauce. being tomato sauce. <laughs> Why would you put Bisto on spaghetti? They're not. Pay attention, it's red. <laughs> if you're colorblind, no. you're fucked when you're watching this stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying that. So, we start off with three men in a car who stab and bury and shoot a man that is in their boot. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. So, I mean, we're 
setting the pace here for this movie with I, I gore, did, violence, tension, you know. Yeah, straight off the bat. Um, I did struggle um, just reading the credits that kind of drive onto the screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Ray... I, I wanted to pronounce Ray's um, surname as Loiter, and that's not... <laughs> Ray... Le- so, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. When okay. you said Ray Lawyer, that sounds like the most unintimidating gang member ever. Yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> Mickey the Shoes, Mickey Ray Loiter. Johnny breaks your legs. Ray Loiter. Don't want him outside my store. Get out of here. I'll call your mum. Johnny J. Wall. You know, <laughs> Barry yeah. the Litterer. You know, all, all the, the 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 big names here. Uh, so Ray Liotta, you recognise? I didn't bring him up. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, he's the main one. He's the main one. Hmm. Funny, when you look at the movie poster for this, which has got Bobby De Niro fucking front and centre, kind of going, this movie's about me. It's <laughs> Ray Liotta kind of going, oh, hello. Hello, I'm less famous, but I, more important in the film. I, I squandered my faith. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, one remembers me. He's honestly... Have he's you, really good in this, he, Ray Liotta, and the only reason I, I make fun of him for that yeah. is because no one that good became so irrelevant so quickly. Yeah. Tell you what, folks, when, you, when you're home now, Google Ray Liotta and see what he looks like now. He looks like he's auditioning for Thundercats. Why, no. I don't know what happened to this man, but no. he's not in movies and he looks like a cat. He is Tommy Vassetti, though, from yeah. uh, Grand Theft Auto that Vice was, City. You, you're a Vice City fan, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I picked it up from his voice alone. I was just like, oh, that's, that's him. Yeah, he's kind of... You'll see Ray Liotta doing a lot of Remember Me, I Was In Goodfellas oh. type stuff. Yeah. But he is so fucking good in this. Brilliant, yeah. Like, fucking incredible. He just... And I like... Well, straight away as well, you get narration. This is something I don't know if you were expecting or not. It's obviously one of the big differences between this and, you know... Yeah, I was thinking... Uh, well, initially I thought, right, this is the start of the movie. There's going to be a lot of uh, voiceover-based um, exposition. You know, setting everything up, going, oh, when I was... Like Lebowski, kid. basically. A little bit yeah, of the start. Maybe bit of the start, bit. and then the rest of the movie is kind of, you know non-narrated but yeah. I liked the narration I know that's I think that's one of those things in like screenwriting courses that they say don't do so much voiceover someone explaining what's happening because that kind of kills the momentum of the film yeah yeah but this is one of those things where it kind of breaks the rules and works perfectly well I think it's because they, they're covering so much ground in this movie as well like, yeah they move from like year to year like if there was no speed. voiceover this film would be like five hours long <laughs> it would be dreadfully <laughs> fucking confusing as well yeah. like seriously so yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially the, the start of this movie, it's the old Scorsese technique where you've got a bit you're starting off with and then you flash all the way back and then you kind of move forward to reach the bit at the start of the movie, at the midpoint. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting, yeah. I like it, because at the start it makes no sense and by the time you get there, the whole scene has got all this uh, amazing significance. The music in this movie is probably one of my favourite like soundtracks ever. Yeah. I, it's so good. It's all great. There's a bit towards the end, I know I'm skipping ahead now, but where it's just great song, great song, great song, great song, great song. It's like quick. It's like yeah. someone skipping through a playlist that they're kind of getting bored of so many great songs. <laughs> they're just pressing another one on this. It's, yeah. I know. I think like, something I always admire, if you're a director who can like have a kick-ass soundtrack, that's yeah. not only like amazing for the context of scenes, mm. but also to sit and listen to. Big part of Quentin Tarantino's yeah. success, I think, is just it's, it's definitely brilliant that. soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's always, you get in The Sopranos, it's always had awesome, awesome music. Yeah. I mean, even it's obvious that it's kind of... I mean, 
They didn't nick the awesome music from this, but it no, helps but the idea. Of- so Ray Liotta narrates this whole thing. We start him off as a little kid. And the kid looks so much like Ray Liotta. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Characters age throughout this movie, and they do an excellent job yeah. of making Robert De Niro look young, then the age he is, then old, and yeah, yeah. you know the kid they get for Ray Liotta's character, perfect. Henry. It's perfect. Yeah. This little kid, he's, he's half-born, essentially, as we would say in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Half-Irish half Italian, wants to be a gangster. Parking Cadillacs. Parking Cadillacs. He starts like working like a little part-time job in a taxi rank, which is run by this guy called Paulie, who's like the big fucking boss. Yeah, and he's a big cheese. At this point, I've just seen Paulie Walnuts from um, Sopranos there. And With then, a very odd haircut. Yeah, we just see him for a bit. He doesn't do much in this film. He, he just, just kind of goes, kind of, oh, oh, you went oh. to purgatory, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's there for a bit. And then it's like, and this guy's called Paulie, and it's not Paulie, it's another Paulie. There's yep. another Paulie, which is confusing for me. Very we, confusing. Yeah. Paulie's big boss guy. Big round Paulie. Yeah. Roly poly. But quiet. <laughs> soft spoken. Yeah. Which he's, makes him all the more scary. He's the soft spoken Gary Cooper type. You know, he's 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 basically <laughs> the man who Tony Soprano wants everyone to be, essentially. Yeah. He handles his business, he doesn't he's old style, old Italian, no yeah. mucking about. One on one. One on one. He doesn't Not, use any phones. No conferencing. It's great. He, like his, his job at the start is just basically like ferrying him around as he like knocks on several doors because the man mm. refuses to use a phone. I like that. So you get like a nice, nice, carefree criminal childhood. Yeah. Well, apart from like when the letter gets home that he's been dicking around with all these, well, he's not been at school for like months. Months. <laughs> and his dad starts hitting him quite severely and and says, "You're going to be a bum." A bu- and I just like the the concept of being a bum as being the worst possible thing. Yeah, coming back up. I again think in, in the, the in the cinema movie. swirl canon, I think we yeah. can definitely say that if I call you, you're a, a bum. bum. Bum is like you don't. <laughs> that's the bottom. You Get know. out of here, you bum. bum. Like, don't go to school for months. You'll be a bum. All right. If you're if you haven't been to school for months, fucking go. All right. <laughs> Get on the bus, go to school, stop being a bum. That's all they need to say to get kids to go to school. You'll be a bum. Don't it's great. Bum. I, what I love most as well is that you know the, the the concept of reacting to this, which is not to lean on the father, not to lean on the school. They beat up the mailman. <laughs> they essentially <laughs> shoot the messenger. I love it. It's great. <laughs> they literally do. Just like beat the yeah. shit out of the mailman. No, no more letters coming through this yeah, box. They, put, they put his head in an oven. He's not a pizza. <laughs> He's a postman. I do say carefree criminal childhoods. Yeah, blowing up cars. And I was going to say, like, he blows up all these cars running away, and I'm kind of like, I remember once where we went to a field and we weren't allowed in there. Mm. That's pretty much as close as it got. Didn't, yeah. Not blowing know. up any, any cars? Once put a firecracker on a big piece of cow shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I'll be honest, the, the cow shit, no one cared really. That's why we did it, you know. No, no, so, it wasn't, yeah. You know, and that child got dysentery. Anyway, <laughs> so you get like kind of like little glimpses though of this like horrible yeah. life that's ahead of him because he's just like kind of like, hey, I'm a kid, I'm getting money. I've he's got having a suit. fun. Yeah, he's like, I've got more money than the grown-ups. Look at my shoes, aren't they great? And his mum's like, you look like a gangster. And he's like, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what, exactly, I'm, going, that's what I'm going for. God, that's mom. why I hashtagged it on Instagram, <laughs> stupid mum. Hashtag gangster. Hashtag gangster style. Hashtag like gangster boys shoes. Look like gangsters. Boys who look like gangsters. Hashtag gangster boys. Hashtag alternative gangster boys. Yeah, but what I love most is that like the little glimpse you get at the start, which is the guy who's shot and runs into the taxi stand. Yeah. And Paulie's reaction is, I'm you wasted eight aprons, aprons on this guy, <laughs> on this man. Like, 
Can yeah. you not like think for a moment here, kids? That gives you an impression of the the value of people's lives in the <laughs> this is quite, uh, world, and the value of aprons. the value of aprons and food and food preparation. I'll be honest, much more important you know, than yeah. just people. Well, I mean. People are everywhere, but yeah. has anyone ever said of an overpopulation problem of white aprons? Mm. No, because they're in short supply. People, yeah. wake up, people! You know we don't have enough of good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so we get introduced to Jimmy Conway, who is a <laughs> who's your fucking granddad? <laughs> Seriously, putting money in your pocket. Don't he's tell a, your mother. He literally comes in. This guy, he's like twenty-eight years old. He's meant to be Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro with a big smile and a. Biggest bag of cash you've ever seen. He gives money to literally everyone. He literally kind of throws it around to, to anyone who will just take take money. Someone messaged us before on cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Which was, they said, is there any like background role you would wish to play in any of the movies we've seen so far? I just want to be an innocent bystander in a scene where this fucker comes in. Getting some money. I will have my hand out. Yeah. One arm as long as the other. <laughs> begging this man. Just give me my arm here. Just money and cigarettes. Just hey, no one else drums. in the room's got a beard. You know, he'll probably give me $2,000 for that. Like, yeah. He loves stealing and he loves killing. So, mm. you know, Robert De Niro living the life here. I will say for the record, folks, in this episode when we're recapping stuff... We will use the character names, the actor names, and the characters they played in The Sopranos, probably interchangeably. Yeah. So... It might get a bit confusing, but we'll, we'll, you hopefully know who we're talking about. You can pause and rewind. I do say, though, you know, keep up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Henry's, like, doing all these little odd jobs, starts working with, uh, with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and he gets pinched quite early on selling cigarettes. Yeah. And it's like a big thing. He's like in front of a court. It's like you think, oh, end of the road. He's going yeah. down. But like he gets out, he gets off the off the hook, it's and like he comes out. Like, hey, hey, yeah, you're a man now. You popped your cherry, like <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. I wish my parents would be. I mean, I feel now because he did that when he's like what thirteen or something like that. I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be. Yeah, like I feel like now that when I have my first court date, being you know twenty seven now, <laughs> that I don't think I think it'll be kind of like too late. The equivalent of me getting on like a little ride, you put a quid in you know, to move back and forth outside a shop. Like it's kind of like, you're too old, mate. Yeah, it's not cute anymore. No, you've been arrested as a grown ass man. That's you not are adorable. A criminal. You're a criminal. <laughs> Go to the jail, like you know. So then we get one of first of several flashes forward to grown ass man mm. Ray Liotta. He's grown up now. He's all he's all grown up. It's, it's yep. basically like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, he's grown into a man. He's about twenty-one here. Twenty-one is thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a young man with the world by the balls. Yeah, he's basically what Tony Soprano wished his son was. I think in many respects. Yeah. Yeah. But we get this amazing. This is like one of my favorite things about this movie. It's just like mm. every scene oozes character. Well, we're in this little club. He's just kind of like, oh, and this guy here, he's the the, the red. Everyone in the room has got a name, a fucking gimmick. Yeah, and he's yeah, got yeah. some something about him. Great. Like, you know, oh, here's Johnny No Dick. He yeah. has no dick. You know, I love that. My favourite one, of course, being Jimmy Two Times, who says everything <laughs> twice. Times. And you can just about hear him go, I'm going to go get the papers, get the papers. Brilliant. That's like fucking yeah. pure gold. I love that when, like, you can give a guy, a, like, the Coen brothers do that a lot in their movies. If we do more mm. of them, you'll see. Where you can give a guy who's got one line. Yeah. Character. Character. And yeah. Johnny memorable. Two Times. Johnny Two yeah. Times is, is definitely That's Jimmy that. Two Times. But yeah. Jimmy Two Times. Whatever. Whatever his name was. We get Randy see... the Ram, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we get like uh, another like, I said 27 or so people from Sopranos in this. Yeah. 
But just some of the small ones, like just background characters. Big pussy and bumping Sarah is just there, like in the background in the kitchen. I don't think he says anything. No, he doesn't. He's just no. pushing around a, a cart with coats on it. But he's there. He's there. It's as if, like, when when David Chase was casting The Sopranos, he literally just went on IMDb, got as many as which he could. probably didn't exist then, but just said, "Oh, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one." That. Like a big shopping list. Like if you yeah. got 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 needs, like, need, yeah. Like, I'm surprised Ray Liotta didn't show up in The Sopranos. Yeah, probably the fact that he didn't look like a human being. Probably, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, we're not going with the fucking you know reptilian race secretly <laughs> controlling the New Jersey mob angle on this season. Yeah. Maybe season seven. Mm. You know, uh, the colors, the fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What are they? I don't know. They they vary a lot. There's the big like Harry Hill. The one I'm talking about, the one that's so thin that but you can't it, even see the tie underneath. Yeah, it's really kind of clamps down on it. It feels like the tie is being suffocated. That's awful. Yeah, Why terrible. would you do that to a tie? I don't know. Awful. It's awful <laughs> colours. <laughs> they all look pretty terrible. They look like they look. They're awful men who look awful. So yeah. I guess it kind of it makes works. sense. It works out in the end. We get introduced to Tommy, who's kind of like. He was brought. You, know, you see him earlier on. He keeps one of the kids he's hanging out oh, with. Yeah. Now he's all grown up. The, the kid who plays Tommy in the little background scene does kind of have the same voice. It's really cute. Yeah, he's got a little kind of. <laughs> yeah, so it's Joe. Funny Pe- how <laughs> Joe Pepsi, and it, like one of the greatest scenes of introducing you to someone. Mm. We get the funny how straight scene. away. Yeah. What did you think of funny how? Um, funny how was great, but before that, just everyone listening to his stories and laughing, that made me laugh so much. How strongly they laugh Ray Liotta we his went laughing take, face his laughing face which it looks like a cross between a Persian cat and Nigel Farage <laughs> both after they've had a lot of fish yeah. um, just kind of be kind of yeah. you know kind of twisting and contorting into like a he's basically like wrapping his entire flesh around his spine in a spiral mm. and yeah Everyone laughs so hard yeah. and like kind of like you're fu- you're 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 the best. Don't tell him he's funny. No, I look. There's like an underlying tension in every single scene that Joe Pepsi is in. Yeah, yeah. and it's, I love that. It, yeah, it, it was tense. It was very very tense. Um, I didn't know it was um, Ray Liotta's character, like the main character, who said like, "Oh, it's that you're funny." funny how? Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, funny. You, oh, you're funny, man. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Seriously. Yeah. And we get kind of like more, you know, a lot of themes in this movie get kind of fleshed out into full-blown story arcs in, in mm. The Sopranos. One of which I being, amuse you. <laughs> wise guys not paying their bloody tab, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Vesuvio all over again. Like, so, guys, it's like, you know, you owe me several thousand dollars, which is this, like in the 60s, so you can assume that equates to several million, because mm. that's how money works. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. On is it the 60s? Late 60s? Late, yeah. Earlier 60s at this point, I think. Okay. There. So, yeah. we, we skip forward a few times okay. um, but yeah the guy asks for his money and he gets smashed upside the head mm. which like leads to the guy kind of you know complaining to Paulie and apparently it's a big problem that Joe Pepsi is out there he's 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 a loose cannon for lack of a better term yeah yeah don't, don't give him the restaurant it would be like putting a silk hat on a pig I don't mean no disrespect <laughs> Mate, where I'm from, Dems disrespecting words. Yeah, and the guy who's saying this stuff looks like Paul McCartney, is what I noticed. <laughs> this little, little He's got lad. the kind of desperation and sadness about him, about like a mid-wings era Paul McCartney, yeah. as opposed to a like, kind come of... Come on, he's hit me in the head, and I just <laughs> hit me in the head, and no one likes him jumping. Some hat on a pig. If you shoot him, it'd be great. What? I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. that's not what I meant. <laughs> so basically, what happens is, the mob end up getting cut in on the business, and this is something that's, you know, again, it's explored in The Sopranos, that's yeah. horrible. It's, it's how the mob works. And one thing I liked is that 
It shows us how, like, it hasn't really changed since the 60s to, like, modern day, which is, no. you find a business, you somehow get in, you max out every line of credit they have, you buy shit they don't need, you sell it off, and then you blow the place up. Mm. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> human, human parasites. There's, there's a weird efficiency to it, though. It's quite nice to watch just how the process works. It, it... I liked how neatly they burnt down the building. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I have up a nice little line. It feels like a video game. Like you pump enough stuff into it, and then bing, it's leveled up, and then you burn it down, and then you go on to the next one. It's and then you cool. get an extra gold coin or something like that, you know? Yeah, Ray Liotta's probably voicing it as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta needs the money. Like. Ray Liotta, if you want a, an app developed, you know, get in touch. Yeah. Maybe we can see about a freemium, yeah. you know? You know it, could, it could work. So uh, Tommy wants, uh, he wants Henry to be his wingman. For a little date he's got coming up when they're yeah. burning down the restaurant, he's like, "Hey, hey come with me. There's got this. I've got to go try and bang this girl, basically." And you know she's got a friend with her. She won't come alone. I'm like, "Well, obviously she won't come alone because you're a psychopath." But <laughs> <laughs> so she won't come alone. She's got a friend with her. I figure you come with me. You go with a friend, yeah, yeah. yeah. Friends, wingman situation going on. Have you ever been a wingman? Never. Well, <laughs> for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> So yes, we get introduced in this awkward double date to Dr. Melfi from Lucky The Sopranos. Man. Yeah, spotted one. It's like bird watching. It's great, isn't yeah. it? It's really easy bird watching. Yeah. If you've watched like several hundred hours of birds <laughs> several times, yeah. and the birds are really well written. Yeah, in, that's blue, in Blu-ray quality. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what you basically are getting here, you know? Yeah, but no, I was very excited to see her. And um, particularly exciting as well is the fact that we get, like, co-narration as well. Yeah, that that was um, a, a great thing. I, I, yeah, I've written down, we get Melfi's perspective. That's before I knew her name was Karen. But, it's, it, yeah, that handover of of narration, to her. I thought that was great. It is because... I didn't see that coming. I thought, right, Ray, that was character... You know, Henry, he's going to narrate this whole thing. It's one of the most interesting things, I think, about the whole, like, mafia movies. And it's something that's only... It's explored in a lot of films. Mm. It's explored in this. And a bit in Casino, and obviously in The Sopranos as well. But the role of women within the mafia itself. Yeah. And kind of exploring the level of, you know, where do they kind of go, right, I'm putting up with this, but I know what's going on. Or the level of ignorance involved. Yeah. Or the kind of... How guilty are they by you know by association stuff yeah. like that? It's really interesting getting to hear her perspective. Refreshing. It's really refreshing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Henry no shows the second date. Yeah. Ever been stood up on a date? No, I've not oh. been on that many dates. Like proper, that like first date type. Yeah, yeah. First, date. I've not done that that much. So you've now my ex-question. I've not ever stood anyone up on a date. Not no no. I wouldn't do that to someone because yeah, I'm a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, he stands her up, and then she stands up to him. Which yeah. is fucking. This is this is great. It's like yeah. he knows sh- he knows shows the date, and then she just like shows up in a car the and like balls are- <laughs> in front of everyone. Like this is an inherently incredibly sexist, dangerous organization. She doesn't, and it's the early sixties as well. She doesn't know at this point though what he does. No, because she's from a Jewish family, I think. So yeah. she's not. I don't think she. The Italian like thing is perhaps don't slightly think alien. She gets to her. it yet. But yeah, it's amazing to see she just comes and yeah. she's like, you're a fucking asshole. It's amazing. Yeah. And of course, predictably, like any of these movies, when you're a fucking asshole man and someone stands up to you, you fall in love with them. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't blame him because it's just the, the kind of... The chutzpah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look at like, Carmela in The Sopranos or like, you know, a lot of the women in, you know, in, in, in 
gangster movies, yeah. they play the role of, I'll shut up now and... Yeah, I feel a bit guilty sometimes, yeah. cry a bit, but mostly be quiet and let... Yeah. Which is awesome to see her, like, as this completely different character. Yeah, straight away. really great. Yeah. Big dinner dance date. Yeah. Seriously, I mean... They get a special table at the restaurant just brought out to them. I, I like that. I like, I like that. the man holding the table. Yeah. Just bringing it out quickly. Put it out. It's like Lady in the Tramp, basically. Yeah. But indoors and mm. with humans. It's basically <laughs> Lady in the Tramp, but way better on every level whatsoever. Yeah. And I love the line as well, saying that he works construction. Yeah, we get the what do you do question. It's, I mean, construction. Um, or, or garbage. <laughs> yeah, I garbage I man. Am, I am garbage. I I am human garbage. True. Don't date me. The yeah. comedian who appears on stage oh, here. Those one-liners. Oh man. Take my wife, please. He, that's his first line. Come he comes out. I hate women. <laughs> Were you feverishly stealing material? I know I was. I liked one of them. I liked the. You know, he, doctor gave a guy like five months. He couldn't pay the bill. He gave him another five months. That's genuinely, I think that's. Then I found out the doctor's a woman, so I hit her. Oh, yeah. take yeah. my wife! Take my wife! Oh, go in the kitchen. I hate you. I hate oh, women. Yeah, there was that one, wasn't there? There was like a go somewhere you never go. This is the kitchen. Like, yeah. Yeah. We've basically done this man's entire set now. I hope he's yeah. not like you know pissed that we've no. you know delivered it with 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 no gusto whatsoever. He's long dead. <laughs> So basically, they have this big, huge plan, which is they're going to like steal this like money from Air France. The whole idea is being that they're where they are in the time. They're close to an airport. It's just like back in the sixties. Everyone's mm. got their hands out. Everyone can be paid off. The security guard is like, you know, you can just come in and take this money. Give me a taste, and it's fine. And it's not like these days where airports are like maximum security. You can they literally walk in. Yeah, they don't even use a gun and just take a suitcase full of money. And get four hundred thousand dollars. It's impressive. Which, in modern money, is probably around eighty zillion dollars. Yeah. Which works out at around <laughs> twenty thousand pounds, British pounds, <laughs> which is a lot of money back then. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Because you know, twenty thousand pounds back then. That's around a hundred thousand pounds now. I love these on the fly. Which is, I'd say, at least. <laughs> A million dollars US, and don't get me started about euros. It's probably worth dozens of those. <laughs> Ray's fucking twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, he's twenty-one. Four hundred grand. Yeah. Don't you? Do you retrospectively look back and go, "I should have been a gangster." Yes. Every day. Every day. Every damn day. I don't know. I don't think we've got the the, the muscle for it. Like, I'm no. not sure. No. Yeah. Hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll think on about that. Maury's wigs. <laughs> yes. You had this, a big grin on your face oh, for this guy. Fuck. This is my favourite character and bit. Is just just Maury. Um, my wigs don't come off. Buy them. And they jumped into a pool. Wig oh, doesn't come off. Maury. He never shuts up. Does Maury? Yeah. His wigs never come off. He never shuts up. He's already in trouble. He's saying things like schmuck on wheels. Um, <laughs> schmuck on wheels which is well, like some, kind of some kind of schmuck on wheels it's like a much less effective version of meals on wheels yes. instead of delivering hot meals to elderly people they send complaining men around going hey what do you got money like, yeah, it's great it's it's, it's uh, schmuck on wheels just yeah. fuck him in the ear he says that he doesn't I love it he says he didn't agree to three points on the vig the fact that I knew what that meant I didn't I know like, what that meant points of percentage vig ah, is the principle okay. you add on the interest to it yeah okay you miss a payment, the difference is tacked on to the principal. These guys work a tight yeah. ship. I'm just saying, 
Gangsters run. Are you a financial advisor to like criminals? No, I just like I checked you out. Paid attention. I checked out Sopranos wiki because I'm like <laughs> these guys are speaking another language here, and having yeah, done that, I'm just saying that if they were the the, the mob were running the financial institutions, you know, uh, the bailouts in Obama and Obamacare wouldn't have even happened. Hmm. So you know, think about that. You know, Wall Ooh. Street. You know, I'm getting a little political. You know, yeah, yeah. A little political. No, it's here. Fine. It's welcome. Karen receives unwanted advances from this creep next door. Good old Bruce. Good old Bruce. Bad old Bruce. Bad Bruce. Bad Brucey. Bad Brucey. Bad boy Bruce. Brucey's going to get a bonus. Bruce the bloody bastard. Bollocks Bruce. Going to get a bonus right in the face. This is yeah. great. I, I love... I know this mob man is going to do something. Yeah. He's going to do something bad. Oh, th- this is one of and the, the tension where he's got like... Properly... Walk straight up to him and I'm like... Straight away I'm thinking of the scene in The Sopranos where Tony... Kicks curb stomps the guy and my fucking daughter, my yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. daughter, and he beats the he pistol whips him. Yeah, I thought he was gonna die. This guy, I thought like he's dead. He's I thought like oh killed. pistol whip. No, he just keeps pounding in the face over and over, and like he passes the gun back to Karen, and it's covered in blood, and she's yeah. like, you know, it actually couldn't have help but being turned on. Like hide like, this, hide this, awful, yeah. and, awful, and that turned Karen on. Um, yeah. The next scene, they're married. That's that's how you do it. Give a girl a gun to hide. You're marrying her. So those folks out there with your OK Cupid profile pictures, bloody seventy eight <laughs> works works a charm. You wanna you wanna turn on the ladies. Is that your username on OK Cupid? <laughs> bloody seventy eight. <laughs> now my username on OK Cupid is my fucking daughter. My fucking daughter. So yeah, they marry. Jimmy Two Time on OK Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> they marry and. Yeah. Everyone is called Marie. <laughs> yeah, I love Every- that observation from Karen that they're all married to girls' names. I Marie. like that she's kind of an outsider, so you kind of you get to hitch along with yeah, her and find it weird ass world. Mm. And the amount of money they get, so many envelopes. Yeah, like you know, Granny, I know you're like ninety something, but take a fucking hint from this, yeah, like yeah. that's an envelope. Keep showing that film. To <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, right, five. Pounds isn't what it is 10 years ago. All right? Yeah. You know, 10 years ago, five pounds, that's around like, you know, $80 now. More I, I, I could go on. I could go on. I'm just saying. Some people. Uh, Henry stays out a little bit late. And yeah, yeah this is kind of like the, the clash of cultures, basically. That's not okay with old Jewish mother. Old Jewish mother, who's also basically, she's uh, in Sopranos as well. Yeah. She plays um, old Italian mother in Sopranos. Mm. She can basically... This actress can play any old shrill mood. old woman yeah, from yeah. any era and any ethnicity. I like that. Yeah. And yeah, he stays out late and you know she tries to give him the business and he just laughs at her. Yeah. And there's, just turns around and walks away. <laughs> there's a bit of... Because um, Ray Liotta and Karen are presumably around 20-something here. Around 22, Early 20s. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of forget how young they are until Karen says... You don't know how I feel, mum. And then just like storms off. Runs upstairs. Dad! Yeah. Puts on like, like, you know. Oh yeah, no, they are young. They're young kids, basically. They haven't got their own place yet. Like, it's crazy to think. Mm. The hostess party, which is where she feels really kind of alienated. With the ladies with the... Weird hair. The fluorescent eyeshadow, basically. You know what it looked looked like in Robocop when they're putting on that goo to not die from the sun? Yeah. That's what they're putting on themselves here. And she's like, they're just talking about hair and beating their children. It's not exactly like fun times. No. And yeah, it's again because she's an outsider. Yeah, it's you fun to get that. Get to see how dreadfully weird it is. Like she said, yeah. they look like they look beat up. 
yeah. the women. And they're wearing kind of rubbish clothes. And they're, yeah, like they're tacky almost, mm-hmm. you know. They've got money, but they've no class, essentially. She hates them. Yeah. And she's like, she's basically starts talking to, hang out with these these women. She starts talking to, to Henry. She's coming out, I'm a bit worried about this lifestyle. Where am I lead? And he comes out with this gem. Nobody goes to jail unless they want to. <laughs> Ah, it's a solid, solid line. That's why OJ didn't go down. He simply didn't, didn't have it to. in his heart. You he didn't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> Get out of here, you. Come back when your attitude's improved, yeah? You have to want this. Yeah? You gotta have heart to do time. And then, like, the next scene is, is them hijacking something and uh, Tom, Tommy's shooting out the window or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's, like, shooting that he's Something fucking ridiculous. I, like... Karen's like, well, they're seeing all these like heists and all the shit that's going on. She's just talking about like, how normal it seems, basically. Yeah. And it's funny because like, in The Sopranos, you can always make the argument with you know, Carmela and the likes, which is, you know, they were brought up, their family was in it. You know, there's always someone in the extended family who was used to it. Yeah. Here's a woman in Karen who's only been associated with someone for you know, a few months. Yeah. And already the violent lifestyle, the money... It's becoming the, the, normal. It's normal. It's so it's, she's surrounded by those people that are becoming family and the only people you see. And it's kind of, they keep it insular. People. You only yeah. keep see people who are in with the stick of oars or whatever, you know. Mm. Even when the police come calling, it's like, it's normal for her. She's yeah. not like... Just sign the thing, pay them off. Easy peasy. Yeah. We get a nice photo slideshows over and talking about like, you know, them going all oh. on holidays together. Robert De Niro's fucking face. I'm just Wonderful. saying that that was the movie there that we really missed on. Yeah, that Goodfellas 2, Wacky Hawaiian Vacation. Like, I'd love that. You know... Tommy and and you know Jimmy yeah. lose the watermelon in the, <laughs> in something you know, like that something light yeah counterbalance this exactly you know? that'd be lovely I'm just saying there's still time you know to do that movie yeah all the principal players are still of age yeah. but <laughs> of an age well they're they are alive <laughs> they're still alive not all of them are human anymore we no. can't you know but no, no, no. whatever the old Liotta clause in the contract. <laughs> We fast forward again to 1970. Yeah. And who do we see? It's fucking Phil Leotardo himself. Who's, who comes straight in is doing some kind of... Oh! 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 Fucking shine my shoes. Oh, I... Yeah. Fu- oh. I he is an asshole. He is an asshole. He's very rude. Uh, what's his name? Billy Bats? Billy Bats. Yeah. Um, the tension. Big mouth Billy Bats. Big there mouth Billy Bats. Boom. 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 Yeah, the little fish. I really came close to calling him Billy Blanks, the innovator of Tybo, who once starred in an action movie with Rowdy Roddy Piper. It's not Billy Blanks, it's Billy Bats. Different Bats. guy. Billy, Billy Bats. Bats. But yeah, he's a complete asshole. And he's yeah. like, he's just antagonizing like Tommy. And you know as well, like, how could you not know that Tommy is this very volatile person? Oh, yeah. But the, the line that, that kicks Tommy over the edge is, after it's all kind of calmed down, Billy Bats just comes in with, go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> I, it's what I love about, like, <laughs> the, the fact that you can be one minute hugging someone and the next oh. minute literally killing them. Yeah. I, I just... I. It's it always blows my mind, and yeah. it's and it's you know, I know it's a movie and it's they're fictional characters and all that, but you can't help but think, yeah, these guys are mostly all based on real people. There were people like this. Yeah, it's scary shit like this happens. Yeah, you know, in modern civilized society in the most affluent country in the world, yeah, like barbaric shit like this, people men being beaten to death was happening and it wasn't that important really. no, no no one seems to like raise an eyelid um, the was, fucking beating they give him yeah, Jesus yeah. it's just just before the beating I, I made the observation that Tommy might need to be put down this was the point where I was like okay this guy is too much of a loose cannon well you've watched Sopranos where it's like if you're an that asshole to, yeah. 
you get put down. Someone's going to kill you. It's either the bad guys or the good guys out of mercy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, he's going to die at some point because he's just too too wild and he's and, too charismatic to survive well, he is. But. He's, he's, but he's mad he'll, he will just lash out he's like a little dog yeah it's funny because it's like the qualities that like it serves him in many ways like he's a sociopath yeah he's always all cute and funny ow ow he's biting me ow 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 why ow, are you ow, doing ow, that ow. we're gonna have to kill this dog <laughs> you see the problem is the only reason we have to kill him is because there's no way for you to to, to put Joe Pesky up for adoption <laughs> Um, so you've got to kill him, really, in this sense. Yeah. So yeah, they get this really vicious beating, yeah. and it's kind of it starts with them just like kind of kicking him down. And think, oh, it's a beating, and then it's a murder. It's a proper murder. Yeah, fucking hell. Wrap him in a tablecloth, and they're going to. And he's a made guy as well, which you're told. So you know that this yeah. is obviously. I, d- I didn't. You don't know that then, do you? No, they do say that he's a made guy. Oh, okay. And that, I, like, they find it. I thought that was a later thing. Later on, they're kind of they start freaking out about it because they think yeah. people are going to find out. But you do okay. know quite early on that he's, he's like a he's guy. connected. Like, okay, you know. yeah. We get an amazing scene with Joe Pepsi's mom. Oh, she's so sweet. I like it solely because the bit with the painting, where he goes, <laughs> "Look at that there." There's two dogs, one looking this way, one looking that, that guy, way. and there's this guy here yeah. saying, "What do you want?" Like. <laughs> Wonderful. I want to go to the fucking Louvre <laughs> with with Joe Pesci. Like, hey, look at this fucking guy. There's a fucking bridge there. There's a guy on it. He's the like water there. Water, fucking run underneath there. I like that. It's fucking good. You know. Hey, yeah. that's a painting of a thing. Yeah. I know things. Mm. <laughs> it's the it's the looking at a painting equivalent of saying that a cake is quite moist. It's like just it's saying nothing. Really. Yeah. It's just going. Oh, that's that and that's that. Yeah. Well, mate, if you say cake is moist when it's not like. That's the only like compliment for a cake, isn't it? Well, you obviously watch a good bit of Great British Bake Off. If oh, I made so, you yeah. a dry cake and you told me it was moist, yeah, I mean, don't pity, don't pity me, man. <laughs> All right, I don't need cake pity at this okay. point. I'll okay. point out any soggy bottoms in the future. Um, that reminds me, I need this knife. <laughs> the fucking casual way, you just... the biggest, most murdery knife in oh, the fucking house. That reminds me, I need this knife, and then comes up with some story about. Oh shit! Oh, the... this reminds me, I got a dead body in the <laughs> trunk. I got to take care of. I hit this guy. I mean, a deer, and I need to cut off his paw. What's it called? The paw, the the hoof. <laughs> and they're all like horsing this feed into them as well. Yeah, they're eating all this food that she's this big fucking spread, and like Ray Liotta is sitting there. He's clearly like he's stressed. He's stressed. He's yeah. unwell, and these lads, like with a body in the car, are yeah. stuffing their fat fucking they're, faces. They're stuffing their faces. They're making silly jokes. You know, you need to get a nice girl. I get a nice girl every night. You need to settle down. I settle down every night, and then in the morning, I just get up. You know, I like. I think people always throw around the term sociopath without really actually knowing what it actually means. It's uh, but Tommy. This here, that's, this that's is. Tommy. If you want to know what's associated with it, it's this. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Dinner, dinner, dinner. There's a dead guy. Like not in factoring thing. that in at yeah. all. It's really like it's great because I love this when you're like have these scenes. It's kind of like, it's funny, but then you kind of you do feel this little bit of tension. And you kind of mm. it's this amazing feeling when you're watching a movie like yeah. this. And then we're back at the start. We're back at the start, exactly. Jesus Christ! But like, yeah. He gets stabbed a couple of times and they take him out. That's shoot him. It's Even the second visceral. time, that's really difficult to watch the the stabbing. Yeah, because you see it. You, you know that he's already yeah. given a beating and he's puts it right. Uh, fucking awful. Put the Tommy knife in me. It, it? Turn the blades. See what's Tommy going doing, on? Is it Tommy doing the stabbing? Yeah, Tommy yeah. stabs him without really kind of caring or thinking about it. And there's like kind of it's the point where Henry's kind of like killing people is very normal. Yeah. It's how these guys deal with their problems. Getting desensitised. 
Saturday for the wives, Friday for the girlfriends. Or the gumas, as they're also known. <laughs> we don't hear gumar in this, do we? No, they don't. No. It's, I like that. That's a good fucking word, gumar. Yeah, gumar. Like, it's one of those words that if I tried to spell it, I'd probably make a dog's ear out of it, but I can yeah. pronounce it like a fucking a pro. Gumar. A gumar. You know, it's great. Oh, yeah. Henry lies to Polly about Billy straight away. The mystery of Batman. <laughs> you, you just, you know, it's bad. You know, you don't lie to this it's guy. It's Billy Bat-Bad. Billy Bat's bad, bud, you know? It's one of those situations, folks. Yeah. And we find that they're going to be building condos over where they've murdered yeah. the man so and buried him. Dig him up and he, he smells awful. Because it's six months. Yeah. So a man, you know, he's, I'd say, a good 40% worm food. The rest of them is just bowels at this point. Uh, That's not a, and again, yeah, Ray's getting sick and the other guy Joe Pepsi's laughing. laughing yeah. Joe's like, "Hey, we're gonna get some steak and eggs after." <laughs> Fuck off! He <laughs> <laughs> just go kill some more people. Uh, so we get introduced to Janice, who's the Guma, and she's like, you know, uh, it's funny because at this point you start hearing less from Karen, from Karen, yeah, and more from Janice, and Janice mm. gets the big house, and you kind of like you have the. The whirlwind romance again, but with the the Guma. And I've always always found interesting, which is even though they make the big tough guy kind of like ah, oh, you know, Guma's whatever. I don't care. She means nothing. Yeah. But you can tell with the whole kind of, you know, buying her this beautiful house and yeah, they are like well, just say, trying to beautiful house. It's like beautiful for the time. The flat for Janice is. So ugly. Oh, it is very ugly. Such an ugly place. But, the, but, mate, they don't know that, do they? No, they're happy. They have no taste. Yeah. Not no. like you or I. Yeah. <laughs> Cream walls, baby. Yeah. That's all you need. Exactly. But, yeah, it, it again, I kind of always get a sense of that they're trying to almost recapture the... Yeah. Having, anyone who's got a second wife or a second... They, they want to have they're that doing thrill. doing it again. Yeah. Having some more control over I don't know I don't know it's weird never had a mistress can't really have you had a mistress what was it like tweeting at Cinema Uh, Swirl me me neither that's on the record thank you mate we'll edit out any discrepancies yeah so no one knows about your mistress you know when you're digging up a dead guy yeah guys at home hey whoa edit that out out. don't worry about it get introduced to Spider Another big fucking uh, name. Chrissy Maltesanti. Christopher Maltesanti, indeed. Chrissy. Chrissy. Hey. Oh! Hey. Oh! Uh. This fucking guy. Um, yeah, Chrissy is, plays like kind of... You see guys like this in... in you know, he's at the bottom. At the very yeah. bottom. He's getting drinks. Mm. You can... any Anything you do... You're, you know you're, you're going to get... There's going to be some problem. Yeah, he stutters a bit. He stutters a bit and he mishears what... Tommy says to him. Yeah. So straight away, that tension's just dialed straight up. Because here's yeah. a man who, in the first scene, you're kind of like, oh, he just jokes around a little bit. But then you do see this very violent side of him. Yeah. In fact, the uh, f- funny how funny how do I muse you? That's like the only bit where it's then like, ah, it's a gag, it's a yeah. goof. After that, it's all like, <laughs> it's ah, funny. it's a shooting, it's ah, a murder now. Ah, you yeah. killed him. Ah. That's the last time you see him go, ah, it's a joke. And he says he wants to see Spider dance, and he shoots him in the fucking foot. Yeah. Awful way. Mm. Oh, Jesus Terrible. Christ. Yeah. And then we start seeing, you know, the the inevitable decline of the, the romance, essentially. Where, yeah. you know, Karen is like, has this massive fight with him. And there's several points in the movie where you kind of get, think it's a, like, oh, and then they're happy forever. He makes a lot of money and they're happy forever. Yeah. And the fact that they're having this big, massive fight and all the narrations going on about how fucking horrible things are, you, she just walks past and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, they've got a kid now. Yeah. 
there's no kind of big child. There's there's some like big important points that aren't really shown. And I think it's because it's more about the yeah. characters and the interaction. So like having kids, that just happens, and it's probably because in that sort of world with all those it's people, expected, it just almost. happens. You yeah. just see kids turn up, and that's okay. There's new right, but okay. they don't factor into it. And you don't get any sense that I don't they're... know the names. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they've given names. <laughs> they forgot. So it's round two with Spider. Oh fuck! He tells Tommy to go fuck himself, and straight away you're like, you might as well start digging your own grave. There, I champ. did feel like not sick, but like when he says, "Why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy?" It like it, you feel something inside that's like, no, no, oh man, no, oh no, 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 no. And what's awful as well is that like. You know, Jimmy and them, they're kind of like, oh, you're not going to take that, are you? And like They, they accidentally encourage him and he takes kid, it. He, he murders him. And they're like, oh, you murdered him. And he's kind of like, what? And like, part of me is kind of like, yeah, what? You egged him on. You know this man. Surely you know that this is what he was going to do. Yeah. It do, yeah, it does seem like Jimmy is kind of egging him on, but not on purpose, thinking he'll understand a joke. But he, surely he's known Tommy long Mate, to mate, don't mug yourself and don't fucking murder people. <laughs> Oh, you know how Tommy is? He has a few drinks and he gets a bit murdery. Yeah, so so Chrissy's gone. Yeah, spider, sorry. In and out like. Yeah. Flesh him. He wasn't made out for this world, unfortunately. No. And as punishment, you know, because he did a bad thing, yeah. he has to take care of the body. Oh, no. A fitting punishment. <laughs> Mr. Tommy, for your crimes, you have to dispose of the body and deliver a heartfelt sermon at his funeral. <laughs> Uh, poor Spider. He's only like a kid, though. He looked really young. Then. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he's a boy. Like, and Henry's kind of like he's d- he's dead. He's the only one going like this. Henry can almost dead. see that because Henry was him basically yeah. a few but years just, previously. He just killed him. Yeah, he's dead now. He's not alive. Do you not anymore. understand that that's what's happened here? He's like, oh, dear, he's dead. Who's oh, gonna get a drinks go. now? Oh, yeah, they move on so quickly. It's scary. I can't scary. expect him to go over and start like you know hugging the corpse like oh come on you're fine oh, come on I'll break I'm my joking, fucking... I'm joking I'm joking oh I broke your balls I murdered you it's okay we're fine I'll see you we'll have a coffee huh yeah we'll have a coffee so we hear from Karen again yeah she's like banging on all the doors of the Gooba's home screaming at the top I love she's taking no shit like no really like, like uh, she, she's going straight for the Gooba and then the next scene she's pointing a gun at Henry's head mm, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of fell in love with her a little bit at this point. Yeah. You know, because no she one... She knows everything that he's doing, and she's still, like, putting a gun in his face. And it's kind of like, he can't play the whole kind of, it's tradition, you know, that kind of card in this no. case. Because he's not, like, he's not from that traditional family, that background. No. He is just being a fucking scumbag. Yeah. I think they're being scumbags anyway. If they, have <laughs> they are, like, criminals. You yeah. Know. Well, I keep forgetting They're gangsters, that, you know. Yeah. She's essentially trapped, though, because she's like, you know, I don't want to kill him, or I don't want to leave him. Yeah, she says if she's I leave still him, attract- someone else will get him, and then he, they win, and I lose. Yeah, she's still attracted to him, and she says she's really attracted to him, yeah. which is kind of like, we've all been there, mate. Yeah, yeah. it's a very been. grim home situation. And then, like, literally, you know, Henry is all kind of a oh, baby, you know, blah, blah, blah. and the second she shows any sort of like. Okay, he yeah, pulls the down. gun on yeah. her, yeah. and he's like, yeah, you know, very upset. Fucking hell, yeah, Ho- horrible stuff. Grim, like. grim, 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 grim. Paulie and Jimmy attempt to straighten him out. They're like, "You're doing too much fucking junk. You need to yeah. get, 
make things right in your family life. They go to Janice's shit apartment to have this conversation. I think Polly's like kind of like you go, you go away, have a little holiday, or however. Like I'll talk to your wife. Yeah. And he says he'll make it just like after they were married. It's going to be... What's he going to say? Yeah, he knows exactly what to say to her, apparently. I don't know what that is. Hey, kids, are you having trouble with your relationship? Maybe this large Italian man can come <laughs> in and get the spark back. What's he going to do? Like, suggest positions for them? Or I, what is this going to come in and make everything better? I don't know. I assume it's something to do with money. Probably. He's probably just throwing some money at them and going, everything will be alright. Comes in with like, have you heard of this? Like a, like a TiVo or something like that. It's going to change your life. Like, you know? There's a big FBI bus. They, like, they rough up a guy. Yeah. That guy's sister happens to be a typist for the FBI. Well, they, they rough up the guy, but then they're, they're, they're taking him to a zoo Yeah, in Tampa, Florida and well, mate, dangle him over to the lions. If you know from any sort of game, they, if you, the more creative you get, the more points you get for yeah, a yeah. kill. So that's a really creative like scare tactic. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's a really creative way of doing it there. So yeah, they threaten him with a lion. And yeah, she, he's got someone who works for the FBI related to him. They all go to prison. Everyone. Paulie goes in for like something yeah. else as well. Yeah. But Jimmy goes to prison and Henry goes to Henry prison Stone. and you know, even the guy they're beating up goes to prison as well. Yeah. So he's in the car and he takes a load of yellow pills and looks up and goes, now take, take me, me to, to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. I want to I say that at least once in my... Now take me to jail. Now take me to jail. Yeah. The cooking scene... Yeah, like pr- prison seems fucking awesome because they're just cooking things and get they get lobster, fucking steaks. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, but I mean, prison mate, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Three onions, two cans of fucking tomatoes. Yeah. Are you fucking stupid? Like that's the, the, <laughs> ew. Mm. What do you reckon to the, um, the razor blade method? The razor blade method. See, I, I, I smart. I don't know where... I know you make burgers and donuts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you stand on the whole cooking thing. I, I, I've cooked. Not not, not, not much. I'm well, not so what do you reckon to the, to the garlic technique? It's good. How would you go about it? I mean, are you a, would you chop garlic? Would you crush it? Would you... I don't have limited resources like they do in prison. So I can just, you know... Make... Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out is he kind of going like, oh, this is all... I'm like, that's shit because your fingers are going to really smell like garlic and mm. most of it's going to go on your hand. Yeah. But again, they are in prison. Mm. And I can imagine trying to sneak in a garlic clove crusher into prison. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't quite work. I don't know if that would it work. It says a lot about um, Paulie as a character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's Very got patience. Patience. I, I don't have the patience to do that. I couldn't. No. But he knows the importance of it and what it will do to affect the rest of the oh, the meal. That's very good. Yeah. That makes it sound like a proper film podcast right yeah, there. Yeah. We're, we're, we are buffs. We know what we are. <laughs> gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to two men who know what they're talking about. That's been written yeah. into the film for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the thing. That's there for a reason. There, and the, the words that they said, those were there for a reason <laughs> as well. All right? The actors all turned up and filmed their scenes. You know what? I, I think that, you know who you know who doesn't get enough credit? Yeah. The scriptwriter, mm. yeah, mm. exactly. So. Yeah, awful, awful visit from Karen. <laughs> She's yeah. basically using her to. Sm- All right, if you're going to use someone to be a mule, yeah, okay. At least <laughs> this could sound awful. If you're going to use someone as a mule, <laughs> at least have them bring in drugs or a knife or fucking something proper for prison. Yeah. If you turn to your wife or loved one and say, "Bring fucking mozzarella." <laughs> And dried meats. You're making them a deli mule. And that's... No one deserves that. What happens if you get caught with all of that? 
You're gonna look like a fucking idiot. Ma'am, why have you got 10 pounds of salami on your person? Hungry. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna, don't do that to him. an appetite. Fucking hell, that's that's awful. Yeah. You know, give him heroin. He's still got a cool story to tell when they get home, you know? Mm. And then we cut to four years later where Karen is waiting from outside. He's out. He's yeah. out, parole. They got a job because they're all connected. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, if that was prison, I wouldn't have minded four years of that. No, it seems great. They aren't even in general population. They've got their own little house. Yeah. They're paying people off even though they're in prison. It's like a four-year sentence of boys' house. Yeah. Sounds Fun. all right to me. Yeah. yeah. You're in there with your mates. People who you like. In you there know? with your mates. And if you can stomach the onions, yeah. good times are going to be had. <laughs> he gets out and he goes off for, for a dinner, doesn't he? Yeah. And I, big, I, a big, hey, welcome yeah. back dinner. And I said, we, we should be mobbed up just for some of these dinners. They look great. Seriously, I mean, uh, I have did a big rewatch of The Sopranos recently, as I said. Yeah. And I kind of got into the habit of like watching episodes while while we were eating Italian food mm. because if you are sitting around folks and you're watching any of these fucking movies yeah. or any of these like mob shows or anything like that you will get hungry yeah yeah last night I watched the finale melanzano you know I'm just you know that was yeah. that was great like you know but watching this now I've got a fucking fiendish hunger on me yeah big fucking dinner yeah you know and massive dinners Bit, the, do you see the amount of sauce they make? It's all just like red and yellow. <laughs> it I, it's lovely. all good. It's all yeah. it's all good. red with cheese on it. And all. Mm. They always make like three dinners. It's like, oh, I've got a lasagna and veal chops. Yeah. That's because that's why everyone's mum has like leftover stuff that they can just heat up when you come around at like four in the morning. Because they all make, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've got loads of dinner. It's just all here. I've just made too much. Do you ever feel like, you know, you're born into the wrong ethnicity yeah. at home? I'm just feeling it, like, <laughs> yeah. you know? I want big dinners. I'm, I'm not going to get big dinners. Irish? Protestant? You're not going to get... Stop calling me I mean, that. you might get a lot of tiffin. That's about it, I like. I don't know you what know? tiffin is. A giant tray of it, like. Enough to is. feed an army. Stop <laughs> saying I eat tiffin. <sighs> Man, you don't eat tiffin. You fucking destroy tiffin. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what Do tiffin you, is. You don't even know what it is. I don't know what tiffin is. And you accuse um, me of eating tiffin all the time. Unbelievable. Rude. Uh, let's see where we... Yeah. And loads of like cocaine as well. So there's the big dinners and loads of coke, basically. Yeah, it's and he's basically threw in Enough prison. cocaine to make a fucking sandcastle from the coke. It's really... He has essentially like got into drugs in prison. Oh. He's got a connection in Pennsylvania. Paulie's basically telling us, you got to stop this. Yeah. And he's not doing it from a holier-than-thou perspective. No, he's saying you need to stop. He's saying you need to stop this because, you know... A guy I know has been pinched just for like being involved, like not even yeah. doing it. Twenty years, and this is actually something that like killed the mafia in mm. the fifties and sixties, which was drugs. getting into drugs because yeah. drugs. It's not like you know racketeering or gambling or thing where it's you know softish charges. The fun crimes. The fun crimes. You know, <laughs> once it's drugs, it's like fucking twenty five years. Get serious, yeah, and yeah. that's when people start ratting and yeah. people start getting so killed. So Paul, Paulie's literally saying, "Don't sell coke and don't involve Jimmy and Tommy." He's basically all over them saying. Please don't ruin Mafia for me. Yeah. I then, like, love Mafia, and you are going to ruin it for me. Henry just says, uh, next week I was selling coke with Jimmy and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jim, Tom, and Henry all become coke men. Yeah. And I'm thinking at this point, as a Pepsi advocate, you must have been fuming disappointed. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, num- reasons why Pepsi is better. Number one. They follow us on Twitter. Number yeah. two, he's got zero sugar if you take yeah. the Pepsi Max. Number, Number three, he's got maximum taste. Maximum taste. Yeah. Guess guess what the life sentence is for being caught with Coke? 
25 years. What's the life sentence, Sam? Enlightened people for being caught with Pepsi. A stern telling off for your mum for drinking too much. That's that, it. That's you know? it. And yeah. you know what? I can take a few of those on the chin. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're, we're better men because of it. <laughs> Big heist time. Yes, the Latanza heist. heist. Yeah. They're planning it all. They've got some serious fucking characters in this one. They've Johnny got Roast Beef. Johnny Roast Beef. <laughs> Did he go wee 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 all the way home? This month, and you know he looks like a roast beef. As he well. does, yeah. I want to pour gravy on him and have yeah. a Yorkshire pudding beside him. Like, you know? But yeah, he got stacks as well. The guitarist who's played by a uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Not nice to see him here in this uh, yeah. early role for him, you know. Mm. And what I love most about this scene is you get to see all the planning. You get to see all the kind. You know, Maury tips them off this big steel, you know, big huge steal they can do from the airport, yeah. millions of dollars, you know. Which has got to be at least twice that nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And they do it. They just do it. You don't see, don't see it. it. You just get like a phone call saying, "Is the oh no? You hear on you hear on like TV or radio?" That it's Ray's done. in the sorry, Ray. Um, Henry's in the shower and he just hears on the radio saying, "It's the biggest heist in history." Yes. Oh, we did it! Yeah. Everyone's right. happy. Done. Done. Easy. Lovely. Don't see it. You don't need to see it. They make the big score. Everyone's yeah. happy. The end. It's Christmas. <laughs> Johnny Roast Beef predictably goofs up and buys his wife a giant pink Cadillac. Yeah. There's a scene of, of, of Jimmy basically greeting people who have fucked up and bought things. Like, they come in through the Christmas stores. Like, oh, look who yeah. it is. Oh, why did you do that? Uh, take that off. And Jimmy, who's very calm, cool, and collected, is yeah. like, kind of, why did you buy this Sabutio set? Like, people are going to know, you know, even though it's Christmas. If it was Tommy on the door, there'd be corpses, like, straight away. To, to <laughs> it's a, go through the door, pile of, <laughs> step behind the pile of bodies to get in, like, you know. Yeah. But yes, it is Christmas. And yeah. Henry gets them a cocaine-coloured tree to celebrate. Yeah. And decorates what appear to be Pepsi, Pepsi logos. logos. Yeah, like it's very, nice. very good. Yeah. And the next scene, Tommy comes in to meet Stax. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, put on the coffee. He kills him. Yep. Why does he kill him? He left the truck and he got high and there was fingerprints. So they're like, it's a loose end. Yeah. So you can kind of see, you can kind of see why they do it. Yeah, it's kind of, okay. still quite brutal. They're probably going to get caught and like, yeah. you know... Kill everyone who's connected or you can Kill everyone's connected, that's fine. Yeah. And Ray's... Uh, keep calm, Ray. Henry's kind of like a little bit shocked. They're like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Mm. And then Maury gets uh, killed because he's asking for his money. Yeah, Maury who doesn't show up about the money. Poor and you Maury. know something's going to happen. He keeps going, well, I need my money. The, the balls on this man just keep going on about his Seriously. money. Seriously. Yeah. Well, in fairness... Literally, his catchphrase is, I need my money. I need the money. <laughs> he needs his money to I get care, his I need the money. wig business the money. going. Like. Yeah. And yeah, he gets ice I've got picked. wigs to buy. <laughs> if you are going to kill me in a mafia hit, ice picked to the back of the head. Uh, I know. I'm, yeah, you're okay with that? Better than garroting, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I yeah. think that'll be all right. Okay. In terms of in terms of melee kills go, um, yeah, that's a quick time event. That's like boom, one. And button. then he gets chopped up. You don't see the chopping up, but no. it's just the oh, and he's chopping up. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Then Johnny Roast Beef and his wife show up dead in the car which they bought. Yeah. yeah. Literally, and it starts becoming. It's not people who might lead them back to it. Now mm. it's like Jimmy's become paranoid, and it's like he doesn't—he's killing everyone. He doesn't want to share the money, and no. it's like six months later, and no one's seen any money, and everyone involved, bar like two people, yeah, is dead. Mm. Tommy's going to get made though, so everyone's kind of excited. Yeah, this, you know, Jimmy's very excited about Tommy getting made. Yeah, Tom, Tommy's going to get—you know—Tommy's going to get made. Yeah, he gets all done up in his nice little outfit, you know, yeah. all shiny. 
the the other two can't get made because they're not fully Italian. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that that was a thing. It, they were it, they allude to it in the Sopranos where. Yeah. Uh, Phil's character is really pissed off about how he says, you know, they'll, they'll make anyone there. Because in The Sopranos, yeah. it seems like kind of people, you know, Chris gets made relatively, like, people quite seem quickly. to get made quite quickly. Yeah. And it, it, there is a kind of like, in a sense, it's like it get, got diluted over the years almost. Yeah, people do it too quickly. Whereas it's now it's kind of like exclusive only for your pure, you know, now yeah. they'll let any old mud blood in, like, you know, yeah. uh, next they'll be making muggles made guys, mm. you know, it's, it's the way it is. But yeah, Tommy shows up. For his big day, his, his mum is like, "Oh, you look great. Ready for your big day? Lovely oh, big day. Yeah, first day at gang, <laughs> <laughs> gang school. And it's great. It's it, it's something which packed like, him a lunch. You see a lot in you see a lot in, in the Sopranos as well, which is kind of like when you see someone from a certain camera angle and you know someone's going to get killed. Yeah, like, I, seconds. I, I saw the death coming. Yeah, literally. Like as soon as he before. shows up, you went. <gasps> yeah, and then two seconds later, bam, yeah. he was popped. And Le- Tommy even goes, "Oh no." <laughs> This is the worst episode oh, no. of Made I've ever seen. Like, I want to be made and shoot him. Like, there's 29 minutes left to go. Exhibit didn't even get to see him rap. Shot him in the face as well, so his mum can't get a nice open casket funeral. They take that shit seriously. And again, yeah. it's reparations for, for Billy Blanks. And the guys are like distraught. They're fucking devastated and they can't do anything. Yeah. Jimmy Sarangri pushes over a phone booth. Jimmy yeah. cries almost as much as Robert De Niro cries in Analyze This. Not seen that film, mate. <laughs> oh, fucking phony. <laughs> Sorry, we're never going to do Analyze This, but no, any excuse so. to do Robert De Niro crying, yeah. like, you know. He's sad. That was their big moment, wasn't it? Because if, if, if Tommy got made, then they were kind of made. They were, like, kind of be made by proxy because they were a little gang. And this was the moment where they thought everything's going to be okay, and then it's very quickly apparent, no, it's not okay. He's gone. And it's kind of like everything they're doing... You know, you get to feel like you want to go, lads. You get a bit ahead of yourselves, yeah. With the cocaine and murdering everyone, get a bit much. You get a little, a little mm. bit much. You know, I want to dial it back. Yeah. We cut to the roaring eighties, yeah. where Henry is now eighty percent cocaine. He is. He oh, looks God. fucking gross. Yeah, they do a good job of making him look gross, dishevelled, yeah, eyes, yeah. even uh, Karen as well. They're all using now. He's yeah. basically become a cocaine factory. Yeah. Everyone's involved. His mm. gumal's involved. His babysitter's involved. Yeah. Everyone's playing a role. And he's doing everything you shouldn't do. Mm. At the start, he's talking about how careful and safe he is and how he'll never get caught. Yeah. He's just like, his house is full of cocaine. Know. You know, like, the, the lady who he's got packing up his cocaine just throwing it around. Like, yeah. massive amounts of the stuff. <laughs> And of course, with cocaine comes paranoia. Yeah, I've noticed that the the sign of like using cocaine is messy hair. Yeah, like no one is like a heavy cocaine user and has neat hair. It never happens. Everyone's just got like ruffled hair if they're if they're snorting a lot of coke. I don't. This movie goes a long way to make you seem like cocaine is just the worst idea yeah. ever. Which it is. It's kind of like... Kids at home, it is. It is. I mean, that's a feeling that most of us seek to actively avoid. I don't want to be fucking alert and sharp and all like like that. Mm. No way. Awful. But we get the stream of awesome music here. This is the kind of like yeah. playlist that's skipping from thing to thing. To the thing. whole sequence, he's got all the shit he needs to do. He needs to yeah. make dinner, but because he's in the mob, it has to be ten fucking dinners he has to make. Yeah. He has to pick up his brother from the hospital. He has to go and get rid of these guns. And all this while, he sees a helicopter and the paranoia is setting in. Yeah. And it's just boom, quick pace, You see awesome the time on the screen. Great scene. Yeah. And he yeah. keeps kind sequence. of telling himself. And you really get a sense of like, this is how the, the coke brain works. Yeah. It's, he's really fucking... 
He's actually got to do this and this. Yeah, he's actually quite good. He's getting things done. He's getting yeah. things hell of a lot yeah. done than he would with other drugs, I imagine. I love how important the source is in all of this. In this tense scene yeah. about what he's got to get done, it's like the source needs to. It doesn't. It can't stick. He's like he's been he's been tracked by a fucking helicopter and he's like ringing home, going, "Are they staring at? Yeah. Are they staring? You know, a nice uh, spot. I, have you watched The Wire? No. Oh dear. No. Like, <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. I was gonna say. I mean, you know, yeah. you've seen Sopranos. Watch yeah, the, the wire is the other always, one. Isn't you it? need to watch it, like yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah, wire fans at home. Senator Clay Davis is a doctor. Amazing. This, yeah. this movie, fucking star H- power. HBO, the movie. <laughs> exactly. And of course, again, in, in another like another little bit of here's more people you recognise who aren't mm. in any other things. Beansy fucking buys the guns off him. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Yeah. amazing. There. Amazing. I love this entire sequence. Yeah, he has got too much to do. Yeah. Because he finally sits down to dinner at like 10.45. Which is too late. Way too late. Fucking veal and, you know, and lasagna. so much. Mate, he, he's going to shit a brick. Little cans of Pepsi to go with it. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, facing good. the camera. <laughs> so if you're a co- cocaine addict, obviously the Drink brand Pepsi, of choice yeah. is, is Pepsi. Because yeah. maybe if they're Hello. drinking Coke, they don't want to, they want to be kind of like, oh, I could go for a little bit. Like, you know? It's 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 the same reason why heroin addicts don't use skag flavor. You know, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> snip, snip. So he gets arrested. Yes, he yep. was being tracked by a helicopter. It wasn't local police. It wasn't FBI. It was the narcs. Yeah. And he gets arrested by Al from Home Improvement. Never did get that lucky hat. No. No. Hat debacle. <laughs> narcs yep. basically have got the phones all tapped. Yeah. Everyone's busted. So cocaine down the toilet, gun down the pants. You know, classic, uh, classic Cla- routine. I mean, if you do that the other way around, you're in for a bad night. Yeah, yeah. You know, just saying, clogged toilet, cocaine all over your private area. You're in for an interesting shower. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, he kind of, he, how sloppy he was. Mm. Like, he's his babysitter. It's all caught up to him. He's like, she's obviously going to flip. The babysitter like was like making drug deals on the phone, you know. Yeah. You, you, you don't get the sense that this is a triumph of law enforcement. No. You get the sense of this is a man who's essentially arrested himself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, it's like he slipped on a banana peel and fell into some handcuffs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He gets bail and he's like, no money left now because it's yeah. all in this cocaine. And his mother-in-law has to put up the house. Uh, he, he comes home to get whatever is left of the coke, and it's all gone. It's all down the toilet. And she's flushed. Uh, Karen's flushed it down the toilet, which I is kind of like smart move. That's smart. And yeah. he goes fucking ballistic, mm. and it's. Everyone's crying. It's a complete Everyone meltdown. Everyone feels awful. Yeah. And in a movie that, after around 20 minutes in, has already given you several brutal fucking scenes. This is one of the most brutal. The fact that they managed to build to this. Just ah, oh, we don't have anything. We're completely fucked. Everyone ah. wants to kill us. I'm going to prison. Ah. We have no money. Yeah. Ah. And we've run out of Pepsi. Ah. Yeah. It's kind of like building up to everything and then it's all suddenly gone. It's like, it feels like gambling. Like I mean, it's just kind of like increasing your bet and keep going, keep going, and there's all suddenly gone. You're like, oh, uh, uh, I can't help but feel if they had spent the time and stress with all of that dinner with a good quality, excellent and delicious frozen pizza from Goodfellas, they would have got that time back in flavour and freedom. <laughs> Yeah, freedom <laughs> and not a prison sentence. I'm just saying, good fellas, yeah. could any consumer withstand the tag team powerhouse of an out of work Ray Liotta and a des- fiscally desperate Sam Chaplin, Kevin Mann of Cinema Swirl? 
together. Yeah. That's a triple threat right there. Yeah, yeah. The sweet, sour, and a weird-looking one. Perfect. <laughs> Easy peasy. You're going to move product. You're going to move pizzas. Uh, Polly gives him some cash. And that's how Goodfellas Pizza started. <laughs> Do you want to say that again because I spoke over it? And that's how Goodfellas Pizza started, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Paulie basically, he does worse than popping him or, you know, he just yeah. he goes, here's a little money. Off he gives him a measly amount. Like three grand. Yeah. Which is probably worth steak and kidney pie yeah. at this point, you know. Not, not enough money. for the coffin. He's like he 25 years and yeah. like literally means absolutely nothing to him. Yeah. But you can see... You know, why Polly is like, he's he's doomed as well. Yeah. You know, because stuff like this is going to keep happening. Mm. And you, you kind of feel bad that everyone's losing. And like this, he, he makes the way of life seem so amazing. It's kind of like, yeah. and they, they completely ruined it. Like, they, they did more damage to the mafia themselves than I think law enforcement ever could have. Mm. You know, it's really interesting. Yeah. So, Jimmy meets with Karen... Yeah. And this is a horrible scene. It gives us some money. That's an extra two grand on top of the uh, 3,200 that they've already got. So they can have one coffin. They're building up a life. <laughs> building up a coffin together. They yeah. could literally, if they bury themselves together, they're, they're sorted. Basically. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's like kind of like, hey, you want to get some dresses? They're just around the corner over there. Oh, yeah. here? No, over there. They're in my van with oh, the puppies. Oh, right down so there. Creepy. And then there. Keep going. Can you just he gestures? He goes like in and in. He's <laughs> he's around the corner. He just in. gestures a little gun like you know, pow pow. You yeah, know, you're going to die. If you go Can you put this target on your head, please? Like, no, don't worry. It's just, I'm goofing around. My friends are going. Oh, we put a target on your face. It's funny, and then you know, she drives away, and like at that point, you know, it becomes obvious that they're running yeah. out of options. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy and Henry meet, and Henry's kind of like the way it works in this whole thing is that even how violent and vicious everyone is. Yeah. You know, the person who's going to kill you is more than likely going to be smiling and being your friends and all that. And I kind of like, yeah, I almost feel like Henry is, he's so much, he reveals himself to be so much smarter at this point. Yeah, he's wise to all of this. He knows exactly what's happening. Like how he... Like he gets there 15 minutes early. And and Jimmy's already there. And Jimmy's like, yeah, we got this rat. Do you want to go kill him? Yeah. With this guy you don't know in Florida. And during that scene in the diner, when they're sort of sitting there and the window the the background kind of creeps in yeah it's really, really unnatural it but gets the tension right it, yeah it works it feels like everything is literally closing in on 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 uh, henry and you he's effort no other choice he does something which is uh some would consider unthinkable but he joins mm. witness protection yep yeah. how do you he feel he becomes like, a rat he becomes a rat yeah I don't know. I think witness protection is a pretty good deal. Like, yeah, it always sounds great. <laughs> you just get to go somewhere else and have a new life. Yeah, it's like you get away with it. Yeah. That's fucking great. You get to have a phase of your life and then you can just do yeah. I don't understand no, why that's it, not... Why it's bad. I mean, I do it. Mm. I'm just saying, Sam, if we were in the Mafia, as we've spoken previously several times longingly about being the Mafia, yeah, yeah. I would rat the fuck out of you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. Today. Okay. New city, new identity... New podcast, you yeah. know, um, what's cooking with Kevin Matt? Well, no, no a you've, different name. You've scuppered it there, man. <laughs> what's cooking with 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 Barry Sacramento? Okay, good name. Yeah, I and some other lad. I'd review popular cooking dishes. Yeah, you build a whole new life. Easy peasy. Yeah, done. A bit more sense with the Goodfellas. 
promotion actually now that I think yeah, about it, yeah. if I was doing that. Um, okay. I'm just considering my options at this point, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Do you want to Maybe. Maybe. Do you want to go to Florida? You know, there's a rat. He said that you don't like Pepsi. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy gets busted. Paulie gets busted. You, uh, that's what's awful about it is that you know Jimmy deserves, I think, to go down at this point. Yeah. But Paulie, mm. what's his bad thing other than his give? He prioritizes he's a mob boss. He prioritizes aprons over humans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But actually, he's the closest thing to a good guy this movie has. Yeah, he's, he's calm, right. he's cool, he's, he's generally quite even-handed. Mm. He's the closest thing you have in this movie to someone who is fair. Yeah. And he gets taken down because of... Because of Henry. Yeah, and it's not kind of like a triumphant, hey, the baddie gets taken down. He's like, no, you just kind of betray everyone. Yeah, and there's the uh, the police saying, whoever sold you these suits had a wonderful sense of humour, which is my favourite line Ooh, of the whole film. That's, that's the worst. You take yeah. a, talk about kicking a man when he's down, like... Yeah. So we get the awkward court scene where he's kind of like, he has to actually point him out in court and all like yeah. that. And yeah. everyone well, goes away. What you're saying about why why witness protection is, isn't so bad, you don't understand. Mm. Henry kind of breaks the fourth wall to explain to you why it isn't all that it's like he misses the life that he had you know you can be able to get everything at your beck and call just instantly by ring for it or you'd have all the things you wanted and now he can't even get spaghetti and meatballs oh fucking wow <laughs> learn to cook you <laughs> fucking asshole he has to live like a schnook a schnook a schnook a you schnook. don't want to be a schnook what the fuck is a schnook <laughs> And then you, go, you get like snook on wheels. Yeah, you find out basically in the postcard sequence. You know, yeah. he's living his new life. He did like go back to prison. Yeah, for a little bit, but overall, he seems to kind of yeah. He gets back on the straight like eighty seven. Got divorced. Gets divorced after twenty five years of marriage. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. It's great, and Sid Vicious singing "My Way" at the end. I think it is a brilliant ending song. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's again, another one, but again, that really gives a... Sopranos took that a lot, which is kind of the big boom, punchy yeah. credits, kick-ass song. Awesome. Fucking love that movie. Great what, what do you think? Like, fantastic. Really? Loved it. Yeah, yeah. Does this make you inclined to watch more Scorsese? More gangster movies? Because um, we had a lot... We Godfather and Scarface were on yeah. this there as well. I'm still curious about those two. I think those need to go back into the swirl at some point. You know what's always funny about Sopranos? They talk so much about the Godfather in it. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, like, oh yeah, the Godfather. They never mention Goodfellas, No, because they? it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Does it yeah. make you... Because I, I had a friend who, who watched this and then kind of went off the Sopranos a bit thinking that, like, oh... They thought it was a bit derivative. It is, but not. I think it takes those ideas and runs with them in a in a great way. There's been rumblings for the last like five years or so mm. that they optioned a, a a TV series of Goodfellas. Right. Well, that now that would be that would be derivative. Yeah. If you were to do that now, because I think it's been done. Yeah. But in terms of like, does this make you more interested in, in the? The genre, although I'm not sure. Like, I think you... so. I, I just, yeah. I mean, even though it's a, a gangster movie, it's just the the characters are great. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily not. It's not that important that they are gangsters. It's just that that's their situation. And mm. but they're they're greatly written characters. So it might be more Scorsese. Because think you possibly what? Where would you rank the three you've seen? King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, and now this. This is the best one. This is the best one. Yeah. Followed well, by I'm, King uh, of Comedy, would you say? Yeah. Or? Followed by King of Comedy, followed by Taxi Driver. But you've liked all you've seen from them. Yeah. 
that's yeah. that's a fucking great thing. Like, cause yeah. he, he's a he's a director who's got a significant body of work. Yeah. and he's. Has he won? Awesome. He did win an Oscar. He finally he? won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was famous for like never win an Oscar when he should have. Yeah. You know, this is one of the many movies where people did like. Did this get lots of things? No. Okay. It won. He didn't win director. Yeah. And again, at the end of the day, that's what people kind of. Mm. And when he finally did win best director, people were kind of like, "That's nice," but he should have won it. For oh, him. actually, I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. I oh, excellent! I forgot that was Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Which fan. Is, feels feels similar to that in kind of tone. Oh, with the narration and yeah. the music and the punching. It's yeah. kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, definitely. Even, there's even a bit where he's like, oh, I had this life and now I have to live like a, a schnook. Yeah. Oh, he's not like that. He's like... I'm a good. schmope. Yeah. A dink. It's basically like, isn't crime great? Because when you're not doing crime, you just, it's boring. Yeah. So... But yeah, no, this was awesome. You liked this. Yeah. You liked it a lot. Loved it. This, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm on a complete fucking buzz now. I haven't just finished watching The Sopranos again. I haven't watched this. I just, yeah. like, want to, like, devour just fucking... Just go into organized crime. I, wa- I want to go home <laughs> and eat all the melanzano in the world. I just yeah. want to eat fucking, I don't know... Go into the fridge, have some cold cuts of, uh, of meat. And have a panic attack. Yeah. That's what I want to do. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do tonight, folks. Does this make you want to watch Sopranos again? Uh, yes. I've been meaning to anyway. So, so I, this I might nudge yeah. you on there. Yeah. Well, there you go. You fucking love this one, then. Yeah. How many star wipes? Five fucking star wipes. Holy yeah. shit! You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, it's me, Sam Chaplin. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin. The music was by Sam. Sam edited a little bit of it, and most of the editing was done by Joanna Graham. If you want to vote for the next film we watch as part of our themed votes, you can do so on facebook.com forward slash cinemaswirl. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, that's at cinemaswirl. And any questions, queries, comments, or otherwise that you have, please send them to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast thing you use, and leave a nice rating or review if you like the show. Thanks again, and see you next time. Bye! Cinema Swell theme tune. What? Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Hey!